0: Get out the insurance cards, get out the copays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by drrodo.com. And it is the week nine edition of the consistently cashing podcast that you can find here at drrodo.com. As always, I am your host, Colby Conway, at Colby R Conway on Twitter. And with me, as always, for now. Well, for eight weeks now, going on nine weeks, so that's 100% consistent, is Ron Rigney at The Real Mad on Twitter. So, Ron, it's a Thursday evening. We're getting ready for what you have off air proclaimed as an AFC Championship preview. So, other than being a little nervous going up against um, the league leader in passing yards over the past week, Mike White, other than being a little nervous, how are you doing?
1: I feel pretty good. I, you know, I, I decided to get a little bit sugared up before we went on air. You know, I, I, last Sunday was Halloween. And as you know, my kids went trick or treating and, you know, it's only fair that I take my share off of the, off of the top of what they got. So I was able to do that. And, you know, maybe the reason I said that was because the sugar has gotten to my brain, but either way, let's go with some week nine consistency. Yep. And that's the, on, well it's not the only thing we know
0: but it's something that we know quite well um obviously bob lung pioneered it we we are, know a guy we know a guy yeah exactly we know a guy and we're kind of just applying it to the dfs landscape so fan DraftKings, is will make lineups you can see that in the consistently cash and article at drroto.com and of course we're going to talk about what we always talk about in here what games do we like what games don't we like and then uh, Ron and I are going to go ahead and we're going to give you the week nine Voltron lineup that you will not find in the article. So this this is a podcast exclusive. So we'll start with the games to, let's start with the games to target because that's always more fun. Um, so Ron, I'll let you go first. What's a game this week that, you know, it just has a lot of guys in DFS you just find yourself attracted to?
1: I'm looking at that Chargers Philadelphia game and it's not necessarily because either team is really all that poor against the past. They're both kind of Actually, both teams are, are fairly decent against quarterback points allowed each week. There's just a lot. I think that, that we're going to kind of see that get thrown out the window. And I think we're going to see a decent amount of points scored. Vegas has it sitting around 49 to 50 points total. I like both the quarterbacks here. Uh, I, Justin Herbert is, is, I think, transitioning into that role to be one of the, the elite guys in this league in a year, another year or two. He's definitely well on his way. I, I, I think Mike Williams is maybe going to break out of the shell a little bit. wouldn't surprise me to see him make a couple big plays. You know, we like Keenan Allen. We, you, you might hear uh, one of the running backs mentioned in, in the Voltron lineup later on. And then on the, on the other side of the ball, Jalen Hurts is one of our only two 100% consistent quarterbacks. Not necessarily that he's getting it done with just his arm. He's getting it done with his legs as well. He's going to have to be able to do that to in order to, win games and he's going to do that to score you fantasy points. So I think there's a ton to like in this game. And I think you got a lot of guys here too, that when you look at their prices on both sides, I I don't think that they're, they're too terribly overpriced on either one. Yep.
0: I agree. And I think if we would have recorded this on Tuesday, I think the easy answer would have been Packers cheese. And then something came out on the green Bay side. So that game became a little less appealing from the green Bay side of things. Um, But for me, a game that I'm looking at, if you want value, Believe it or not, that Texans-Dolphins game is loaded with value. There's no real star. I feel pretty confident in saying that. But there's no real star in that game, so you can get a lot of good value. Miles Gaskin is pretty cheap, and he's a running back against Houston. Mike Gusecki has been playing well. of late. I believe he has four clutch games in his past six contests. You can look at him. Tyrod Taylor is expected to be back in the lineup. We'll talk about him later. But with that comes Brandon Cooks. Nico Collins is starting to come around. I wouldn't try to guess the running back, but good luck there. But for two, one, and seven teams, there's a lot of good value in that Houston Miami game. Um, Ron, what's a game that you are just avoiding this week? You just don't see yourself having much action in?
1: It's going to be that New England Carolina game. And outside of the fact that I'm, I'm rolling with Mac Jones in one of my Kings Classic leagues because I've got Tom Brady on a bye. I, you're not going to see me have anything from this game in DFS. You know, maybe the New England defense, if I, if, if I need to throw them in there, you know, they've been pretty lights out so far this season. Not much to like on the Carolina side of the ball. The, you know, Sam Darnold has, has definitely regressed the last few weeks after coming out strong first, th- first three weeks. Chuba Hubbard's looks solid, but I think if we know Bill Belichick, I think what he's going to try to do is shut down Chuba Hubbard and have Sam uh, Darnold and the rest of the Carolina pass attack try to beat him. I think they're going to be I think New England's going to be smart with the ball. I just don't look for there to be a lot of points scored and I just don't think there's a lot really to like here other than that New England defense. Yep,
0: yeah, that was the one I was going to go with. Um that's that's the easiest one for me to avoid on this slate. Other than that, I can at least find a player or two on each side of the ball that I like, but I'm just going to take the take the easy route out and also go with the Carolina New England game and especially if um PJ Walker starts um it'll be interesting to say the least but oh, yeah i'm not right. in that game as that's well right. uh we'll have to see i don't think Darwin's officially been ruled out yet um however i would just not start him anyway his numbers are bad so that's what i would do but i'm not paid you know dollars to make those kind of decisions although you can argue that you know we're setting lineups so we are making decisions but this week i had to, actually i did have to make the quarterback choice in the voltron lineup so we'll go ahead and jump into that again this is a podcast only exclusive You will not see this lineup in the Consistently Catching article. But if you do want to see our other lineups, go ahead and check out the article on drroto.com. So I had the quarterback, and what did I do there? So I kind of talked about it a little bit already. Tyrod Taylor is expected to start for Houston, and he's the guy put in at quarterback. A lot of people might look to Taysom Hill because he's pretty cheap as well if he's going to play against Atlanta. But for me, I'm going with Tyrod Taylor, and here's why. No team has allowed more fantasy points per game to quarterbacks over the last four weeks than the Miami Dolphins. They're banged up in the secondary. They have not been playing well. Yes, I am concerned with Taylor, the fact that he's coming off of a multi-week injury, and we haven't seen him since right before the end of the second quarter against Cleveland back in week two. But Ron, let me tell you this. If you take Taylor's 0.82 fantasy points per dropback through those first two weeks of the season. Right now, he would be leading the league. Now, obviously, I get it. You know, he's only had basically five and a half quarters, and everyone else has had, you know, way more quarters than that. So I get it's a little bit skewed. But Taylor's .82 fantasy points per drop back would rank first. The next closest would be Russell Wilson at .67 and Matthew Stafford at .65. Taylor was darn good through those first uh, game and a half. So for me, it gets a good matchup. He can run a little bit. And honestly, when you look at his numbers for the first two weeks of the season, sure, he had the touchdown run that he ironically got hurt on um, against Cleveland with the touchdown run. But other than that, he wasn't running a lot. He was beating teams with his arm. Tim Kelly was more aggressive in his play calling with Tyrod Taylor. Don't be surprised if Houston comes out and makes a splash with Tyrod Taylor. And for 6,900 on FanDuel, he is going to be our quarterback. Ron, I'll let you go ahead and take our first running back. And
1: boy, we, we spent up
0: at running back this week, that's for sure.
1: We did. And, and you know, the, the, the fact that we went with the guy, we went with the quarterback allows us to do that. Plus, we, the, where we went a couple other places. And I'm with you on Tyrod Taylor. And, and, and the Dolphins are one of the teams that I get. I'm so fortunate to be able to watch down here every week in South Florida. And they you, you kind of summed it up on defense. I won't harp on it too much more. But when you watch them actually sit down and watch them. They are bad defensively, and 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 it's just it's for all the reasons that you said they're banged up in the secondary. They're not getting much of a pass rush, and I think Tyrod Taylor sets up nicely. And I think this will be a closer game than people than people what people think. And so when I was looking at running back, you know, you mentioned the game already. Even though we we got some news that Aaron Rodgers is going to play Sunday, I still think there's a little bit of fantasy goodness in this Chiefs Green Bay game. And I went with Aaron Jones for eighty five hundred over on FanDuel because. You've got Jordan Love starting, which I think Jordan Love could, could step in, you know, with the weapons he has around him and, and have a decent game. You know, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard is back, you know, and he's got Aaron Jones out of the backfield. I look for Aaron Jones to be leaned on pretty heavily again, since you have a second-year or second-year starter in there or second-year quarterback in there, hasn't really started a lot or hasn't started any games, hasn't played a whole hell of a lot. I think they're gonna have to rely on Aaron Jones, kind of like they did when Devontae Adams was out last week. I expect a pretty similar stat line. To, to what he did when Devontae Adams was out last week. One could argue that Jordan loves mobility. It could actually help Aaron Jones because
0: Canton City won't be able to just, you know, maybe they run some read options. Who knows? Who knows what they'll do, but I am okay with that. I actually went and took our other running back and actually paid up even more than what you did for Aaron Jones, and I went with Austin Eckler. I think he's my favorite running back on the entire slate. If, you know, on a point-per-dollar basis, on a, just a point-production basis, I think he's my favorite running back on the slate. Only the Jets have allowed more fantasy points per game to running backs than Philadelphia this season. Eckler is 80%, 86% consistent on the year. Excuse me. And when you look over the last four weeks, Eagles have allowed the ninth most rushing yards to the position and the third most receiving yards to the position. Saying Eckler is one of the league's best dual threat backs might be an understatement. Yes, he's 9,000 on FanDuel this week. Yes, he's expensive. I do not care. He is going to be in every one of my lineups this week. I don't really care. Like, I've said it before on the Consistently Cashing podcast. You could put a one in front of his salary, and I would still pay up for him. That's just how confident I am in him this week. Ron, you got two wide receivers here, if I'm not mistaken. So I'll let you go ahead and take your two back-to-back here.
1: Well, I I, I tabbed a game that you already talked about that you like quite a bit. And the reason you liked it was because there was a lot of value there. And this is a guy that I I think in this game it sets up extremely nicely for him to be – You're going to start him everywhere. You're going to start him in seasonal. You're going to start him in DFS, and that's Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is a target machine. He is he is, but far and away the leading receiver in Houston. He he's been targeted at least five times every week. He's got three weeks with double digit targets, hauls in a ton of passes. He's a PPR machine. Like see him get in the end zone a little bit more than, than he has. But Miami is the one of the more generous teams against wide receivers. They are actually third. Worst in the league as far as from a fantasy standpoint in defending the wide receiver position, and that includes twelve receiving touchdowns. So I think it's sixty eight hundred bucks. Brandon Cooks is a no brainer with with the the other places that we spend up, and I feel really good about spending sixty eight hundred on him this week against Miami. Yeah,
0: I think you have to. I I love stacking. That's just kind of something that I do. But yeah, too mm-hmm. good of a matchup here. Uh, Ron, next wide receiver, who's a wide receiver too.
1: We're gonna or roll with Mike. W- we're gonna roll with Mike Williams. We're gonna. Spend 7,300 on Mike Williams. And I know you like Mike Williams coming into the season. And, you know, he's a guy that's just a freak athlete. He's just a big play waiting to happen. And, and the Eagles have been pretty decent against the, the wide receiver spot. They have allowed seven touchdowns to wide receivers, though. And, and, and Mike Williams is coming off a couple of games where he has not earned a clutch game. I just have a – I hate to go with something like this, but I just have a good feeling about it. I think they're going to travel, and I think they're going to play well, and I think there's going to be a, a decent amount of points scored in this game. And I think Mike Williams is going to be involved in that point scoring. Yep, and our third
0: wide receiver, we're going with Hunter Renfro. Um, he was a receiver that I liked coming into this week, even prior to the uh, the Henry Ruggs news that broke earlier in the week. I just think he's in a great spot against the Giants. He plays on the inside, so he shouldn't see too much of James Bradbury. Giants had a lot eighth-most fantasy points regained to receivers over the last four weeks. And if you are a pro football Focus grade junkie, uh, we'll call it that, New York slot man Darnay Holmes is pro football Focus's 91st. Uh, ranked graded corner out of 116. So do the math. There's 25 corners that have a lower grade than him. Also meaning that there's 90 that have a higher grade than him. So do the math on that one. But I like Renfro this week. I prefer him a little bit more on DraftKings where you do get the full point per reception just because I i don't know how confident I am that he'll actually find the end zone. Um, it could be a big Darren Waller game. But for me, I believe he's 5,600 on FanDuel. I'll go ahead and take that. When you look at his average per game, He's basically doubling up his salary, throw a touchdown in there, and we're going to triple that, and we're going to be just fine. Tight end, I went with Dan Arnold. Uh, This was my pick. He's just been getting targeted a lot lately. You look, it's not like Buffalo's bad against opposing tight ends. It's honestly just the fact that Dan Arnold's getting targeted, and clearly they have a role for him. When you look at Arnold in – with his time in Jacksonville, since he was traded, two targets the first game, then it jumped up to eight, and then it was five, then they had the bye, and they came back, and he had 10 targets catching eight for 68. Um, he's got two double-digit games in a PPR format with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And for me, I think Jacksonville's going to have a better chance throwing to Arnold rather than trying to attack the corners that Buffalo has. So give me Arnold for only 5,100 on FanDuel. Too cheap. You know, Give us touchdown. We're going to be just fine. Ron, who's the flex play?
1: We're going to go with Josh Jacobs at the Flex this week. And, you know, like you said, when you when you passed it over to me, you left me quite a bit of money on the table so we can spend up, like you said, at the position. 7200 bucks here on FanDuel going against a defense that is 23rd overall in the league as far as rush yards allowed. And they are allowing the 10th most fantasy points to the position. They've allowed running backs to catch 39 passes, gotten the end zone a couple times. I think, you know, obviously we know that the Raiders are going to be minus a weapon for the rest of the season. Uh, I think Josh Jacobs is going to slot in and, and fill up fill up some of that that disparage that's left there. You're going to see Kenny Drake used as well. They've been getting him a little bit more involved, but I think that Josh Jacobs makes for a nice play. I think he's I think he's a good bet to score a touchdown. I think he's a good bet to catch some passes out of the backfield and return some decent value at that seventy two hundred bucks.
0: And then the defense. We didn't have a ton of money left over. We still actually have three hundred dollars left over, so we could jump up. I'm going to take the Chiefs defense at the very least, despite how bad they've been. They've still proven that they can be opportunistic, I believe is the word I put in the article. So for only 3300, I'll take a stab at that. I know we have Aaron Jones in the lineup and I think he'll do well. I think there's aspects of that Green Bay offense that'll do well, but you know, give us a turnover too. I don't think Jordan Love's a threat to put up 40. I only know he's a threat to put up 30 for being honest. So for me, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs at that price point cuz I would much rather be able to get a lineup with both like Aaron Jones or like an Alvin Kamara. I mean, look at the line that we put together here. Sure, we have some value in there, but we have Eckler, Jones, Tyrod, Brandon Cooks, Mike Williams, and Josh Jacobs, all over $6,800. I mean, you're going to have to spend down somewhere. Let's go for the defense and at least take one who's opportunistic at that. So that is the Voltron lineup. Tyrod Taylor, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, Brandon Cooks, Hunter Renfro, Mike Williams, Dan Arnold, Josh Jacobs, and the Kansas City, Chiefs defense. So as we head into week nine, Ron, do you have any parting shots for the
1: the guys and gals out there? Go Colts. Get your blue on. It's a blue out in Indy tonight, and uh, let's enjoy this matchup of potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks on Thursday Night Football. Let's go. In a different tense of the word, you say it's a blue out, but it could end up being a blowout.
0: Who knows? Hopefully, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman do well, because my exposure to them is quite High, but that is the week nine breakdown here for the consistently cash in uh, podcast at drrodo.com So, once again, that Voltron lineup is a podcast exclusive, so you will not see that anywhere else. Make sure you check out the consistently cash an article at roto.com for my FanDuel and DraftKings lineup, as well as Ron's FanDuel and DraftKings lineup. Best of luck in week nine, and as always, stay consistent.